There's an Kevin, infamous oh, tweet uh, where there, someone said, I don't want to listen to your band if they can get that, into that Canada. That was me. That was you? That, for tuning in everyone this is another episode of the scoped exposure podcast we are going down to have a conversation with one of california's finest uh one of the you know popping bands in la right now um and a conversation i'm really excited for honestly um i'm really excited to be welcoming henry of law power to the scoped exposure podcast thanks for joining me man boy uh, how you doing good um chilling um no, no one has ever responded to the their podcast enter with just oi. So I, it took me yeah. a minute to, to know how to respond to that. Yeah, I, I fucking uh, a few months back, I answered a work call with that, and they were like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Ah, uh, uh, yeah." What's bad. up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I am. Uh, yeah. um, no, I'm, I'm stoked. Um, as the date of recording this, it's only a couple days after the Law of Power EP that just dropped on Flatspot Records. Um, I think. The Born Into uh, War video alone uh, definitely caught a lot of new eyes for you guys. And even going even further back, like I think the Law of Power demo of last year, I put that as a a contender for like demos of the year when we're doing like the Scopies. So, you know, I reached out to you to do this pod and, you know, I think the timing was just right to do it really, really quick. So, yeah, I'm I'm stoked to to chat with you today. Yeah, yeah, no, dude, I'm, I'm real fucking stoked about this. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's tradition here, Henry, before we get into the actual music chats to check some bevs here on the show. So I know you have a couple. So tell the folks at yeah, home what you're going to be so drinking. We got God's Nectar right here, which is white monster energy. It's white so candle. white, it's it's overexposed. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I got my uh, non-alcoholic Heineken Zero. Nice. Because it's only 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah wh- where you're calling from um is that yeah. a is that a good combo for you or is that this is the first time both of these bevs are being um mixed oh in? no 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 these are like these are my fucking two go-tos right at any given time got you got you um i i'm definitely um it's strange a lot of people check red bull when it comes to energy drinks on, here on the yeah. show but anyone who checks a monster swears by the white can yeah it's yeah yeah, it's the best there's nothing Mm -hmm. like it Mm -hmm. uh and the non-alcoholic heineken that's definitely a first here for for beverages so uh, yeah it uh it tastes fucking good heineken zero it tastes how like a regular beer so it's the closest thing but Mm -hmm. 0.0 alcohol which is nice there's only been a couple times where I've checked a non-alcoholic beer on the show, but it's been like a bad experience and I have to like hold, I have to like downplay it, uh, you know, cause I don't want to like yeah. just put this bad Bev on, on blast, but um, I, yeah. I'll have to try the, the alcoholic <coughs> Heineken. That sounds like, yeah, a, yeah. They're pretty good. good. Like the other, the other ones ain't uh they're not as tasty. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so for me, I'm just drinking, uh, you know, as far as whenever this episode comes out, there's been a lot of interviews that I've done with this and it's just been, I've, I've been on a grapefruit kick myself. So I'm just drinking a grapefruit LaCroix, um, yep. middle of the day. Um, that's kind of the vibe for me right now. Yeah, no, I got hooked on the key lime LaCroix. I mean, like, oh, actually during lockdown, I was fucking drinking those things by the case. Oh, okay. The key limes, your, your go-to yeah, flavor yeah, but, when it comes yeah, to Yeah, but the pamplemousse is fucking good too. It is true. It is true. I, I tried um the beach plum recently, and that was really, really good. Is it good? Yeah, I haven't seen mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it, it must yeah, be. I, I, I don't know. It. It's it's a little strange when it comes to beverages here, especially in Canada, because like we're kind of behind the ball with getting you know the uh, all the brand new flavors. So I, I, it's new okay, to me, shit. but it could be like super established. And uh, yeah, I didn't even know you guys were in Canada. That's crazy. What part? Uh, in Calgary, Alberta. So like just north of like Montana and and kind of Idaho kind of area. Oh, okay, sick. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's where I'm calling in from. Uh, I don't know nice. if you want to disclose where where you're calling in from for the <laughs> on for the time being undisclosed location. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, if anything, people will know it's it's uh, L.A. Uh, somewhere sunny yeah. for sure. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, Henry, um, cheers to you, man. Really stoked to do this pod with you. Oi. Oi. <laughs> Oi, that's right. <laughs> that, that's right. So, Henry, any new guests that I have here on the show that I haven't talked to before, I always like to get a bit of context about how they got put on the path of heavy music, punk music, DIY music, however you want to spin it. So t- take me like way back in time to when the first kind of moments that you were hearing this shit that kind of put you on this path. Uh, so... Uh, let's see, how did it start? Uh, so, like, my, my dad always listened to a lot of punk and shit. So, like, by age 12, I was going to see Rance and Pennywise, fucking, you know, all the SoCal bands, Bad Religion, you know, just all the major big ones. So, you know, got into, like, skate punk and shit from there, real 90s. And then, uh, you know, after that, you know, getting a little more street punk stuff, and that's how I found Oi. Mm-hmm. And after that, I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. I'm a lot larger than all these street punks. I'm going to shave my head <laughs> and uh, get a little more violent. So I did that. And then one day, my buddy, John, shout out John, he gave me a CD with like Death Before Dishonor and fucking Donnie Brook and mm-hmm. Terror and Madball. And I was like, I was like, yo, like, I, I didn't know that that was hardcore. I was like, yo, this is like some sick ass fucking. I didn't even know what else about. I was like, it sounds like fucking BB or something. I don't know. Right. And uh, he's like, oh, my God. you know, it's it's hardcore. And so we started, uh, yeah, we just started listening to hardcore and shit from then. But, you know, I, I still listen to literally fucking, my brain never evolved past being 16. <laughs> so like <laughs> my, my main playlist, I still, I still listen to the casualties every other day, you know? I, I love the, it's funny that you say like my, my music tastes haven't, evolved much since you know the early days of when it was discovering like that kind of music because it was my friend posted a meme that uh that he made where it was like watching uh you know i definitely came from more of like the the new metal like uh alternative music kind of side of things so it was like me watching the duality subnaut music video in 2004 being like well i'm gonna base my entire you know life choices off of this yeah yeah Um, but kind of a similar uh a similar thing for you where you know yeah i mean a lot of stuff 
Exactly. I, a lot of people get so jaded too. Like, oh, I don't listen to that no more. Like, I'm not. I'm not in high school. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, mm-hmm. fucking, it's music, man. It's fucking. If it's good. It's good. Even if it sucks, if it you know has a good memory <laughs> or something. Right. But yeah. people are so jaded with that shit. I hate it. I I think it's it's a. Um, I don't know if self-report is the right word, but like how they were never actually in it. If they're looking at it as like a a maturity thing where it's like yeah. i know like yeah, right. super quote-unquote mature people that have like businesses and lives but they like still listen to like the absolute grimiest music possible. yeah and i think that's awesome yeah, yeah. and then uh so yeah i mean in like previous to that like you know uh like it previously listening to the hardcore stuff i started going to like uh la has <clears throat> had a lot of like backyard street punk shows mm-hmm. so like you know i fucking you know, get out of get out of school on a Friday, hop the bus, fucking go to Southgate. We had the Allen Theater, Compton, fucking La Puente. Even Whittier used to have a lot too. Uh, so yeah, just like the backyard shows were a big, big thing out here. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if they happen anymore or not, but that was a fun period. Yeah, that definitely seems to be a common thing with any anything California wise, uh, LA specifically that I see. Um, you know, being from Canada, it's like when uh it's not that that never happens but granted half of the year like you know there's snow on the ground and no one wants to be outside especially for yeah. a show so yeah. um how, how pivotal do you think that was for you just to be like the ex the um the access level for you uh can you what can you elaborate like what like why me? do you think it was super pivotal for you to have the accessibility to just be going to these backyard shows Oh, um, yeah, I mean, it was crucial because, look, I, excuse me, I have, um, it was going to go one of, one of two ways for me, directly into gangbanging, or I could stay some fucking punk rocker. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to be violent, I'm still going to fucking get in trouble, I'm still going to do bad shit, but, at, you know, I don't know, at least I'm not fucking, you know, doing a bunch of other shit. <laughs> So it is, Where, it was almost know, like, things. yeah, it's almost like the, the music and the community side of things gave a bit of a more po- positive spin on it. I wouldn't say positive. Okay. <laughs> you know, uh, still, yeah, still, uh, still got in a whole lot of trouble, but <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's part of it. Yeah. So maybe positive isn't the right word, but like, um, there it's a little it's a little more fun i'll tell you that much watching sure. bands and shit you know yeah Better than like hanging out in the alley all alley all tweaked out which i did that too but <laughs> you know at least i was listening to cool music while i was doing it right so um a lot of this is happening in your like later teenage years um, oh early oh oh <laughs> earlier yeah this is like 13 through this is like 13 through 16 yeah this is like 13 okay. through 16 okay so at what point because I think everyone, uh, no matter their path uh, or entryway into this, they like they see it and they're like a spectator. When was it like, oh, I can partake and I can either play in bands or you know go on tour with bands? Um, like shit, I don't know, man. I, yeah, I don't know. I always, I always just always just drawn to it. Just the you know life, fucking yeah. I don't know. I just I loved going to shows and again, you know, fucking being an aggressive fucking dude in LA it's like that you know you go there and have some fun 
let it out any way you can. Yeah. So you you were looking at it more of like this is where I'm going, like th- I'm watching the other bands, but like thinking about starting your own bands wasn't as. Um... Yeah, yeah. Well, like not until so I had a band at thirteen, but we were thirteen, so I could. They lived on like the other side of town, so getting there to practice and shit was terrible. Sure. Um, so then that ended very quickly called chaotic threat and then uh mm-hmm. like we're we're in a few after that but you know nothing i i never really took it that serious i i more like to go and just fucking have a good time i was a i'm not you know i'm a partier that's why i'm drinking non-alcoholic beer now but <laughs> sure. yeah i just like i like to i like to go and get fucked up you know sure yeah and and i think most people listening is like yeah the bands that we were all playing in when we were 13 or 14 years old like where there's nothing it's not that playing in those smaller bands or those projects that, that might not even do anything aren't uh, a part of everyone's story, but they're not, you know, they're not as yeah. crucial as some of the, the later projects. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, um, <clears throat> this may be fast-forwarding many, many years, but, like, were there any uh, notable projects before the idea of Law of Power even came to be? Negative. Oh, okay. So it, you were kind of just, like, I'm going to these shows and I'm like going wild and I'm doing all these things, but like band stuff never really happened until recently. It sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Until, uh, until lockdown. Okay. So like, you know, world shuts down. Why was that the catalyst to like, I, I, I want to sing in a band now. Like talk to me about it. It was, uh, so me and Alex, uh, guitar player, me and him had been talking a lot for a while about starting some shit when he moved to California. Mm-hmm. And Where, where's he from originally? You know, we'd always, uh, Kentucky, mm. gotcha. uh, Owensboro, I believe. Um, so me and him had been chatting back and forth for a while, like, you know, just making plans to fucking when he moved to LA, uh, to start some shit. And at the time, I was living with uh, Mexi Mike and Chris from Section Eight, mm-hmm. and uh. Yeah, I hit up Chris like one night and I was like, hey, dude, I like, think we're going to jam. I'm like, you want to go? And, uh, you know, my uh, my buddy Morrow, he's our, our drummer. Um, he, I grew up with him. He went to middle school with me. He's fucking seen me through many, many, many years. Sure. Um, you know, I hit him up and by default, he said yes, because it's my fucking, you know, one of my fucking best friends since we're kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, that's just how it started. And I, and I didn't, I, I still don't. I don't, I don't. I don't want like. Like I remember, I remember telling them too. Like I like. I just want to have fun. I just want to have fun with this because it feels good to get this shit out finally. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, it's not. It's nothing that I'm gonna take too fucking serious. Because I have a million other things to be serious about. This really ain't one of them. You know. Right. No, I'm, not, I'm not saying that like. I'm not taking it serious. It's just like. I, I want to have fun, you know, with my friends because it, it truly makes me happy, you know. It's nothing that I want to stress myself out over. Yeah, that's basically yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, like that's a common thing where setting the bar too high uh, introduces uh, disappointment versus just like what can me and my friends do, whether it's all local stuff, whether we have like a one-off opportunity to play somewhere really cool uh, around the country. Um, but like, I, 
I think it's the right move for any project to like set it, like, let's just have fun and just see where it goes. Um, yeah. And I mean, I, dude, I was so fucking up with it. Like when the demo took off the way it did, I was like, what the fuck? Me, me and Alex were like, dude, what? Like, this is fucking nuts. Yeah. So originally it sounded like the idea, like putting out the demo, um, it was like, oh, just our friends within LA or, or California are going to listen to it. Yeah. Not, yeah. You know, know, yeah. Play. Yeah, exactly. You know, play a few shows or fucking, yeah, I don't know. And then, yeah, it's, I mean, it's been fucking, it's been fun. Mm-hmm. It's been fun. Yeah, it, it is wild, like, kind of in a similar boat when it comes to that, because, like, this latest project for that I'm in, it was, like, I, I just want to play within Alberta. Like, um, in addition to in in addition to this podcast, I also, like, film shows. So, you know, any oh, local okay. show or festival that's that's happening here, and I, we've gone uh, around to, to do some other stuff. And I think over time I was like, I just want to be on the other side of the camera and the one actually playing. Cause I had played in many bands before I started doing that. And then, uh, because I'm so busy with this, it was like, Oh yeah, we're just going to play locally. We might play, you know, out of town for that's only a couple hours away. But now it's like, you know, we've, um, we've gone down to play California. We're, we're going down to play Tulsa in a couple weeks. Like there's a lot of like bigger CL things that are happening but it's only possible because, you know, putting out the demo and people are, are reacting to it in a certain way. It's like, oh, yeah. now we can actually give this a little bit more gas than, like, trying to come out the gate expecting Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. That's fucking sick, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it was actually funny because, uh, unfortunately, we had to get a fill – because I play guitar in the band, and we had to get a fill-in guitar player, but um, – my band played with law of power theoretically uh, for Northern Alliance um, just a month or so. Oh shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a, that was a fun show. Yeah. Um, yeah. So unfortunately I wasn't there. So, you know, we weren't yeah. able to, to meet, but uh, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure that will happen one day. Um, yeah. Yeah. Going, dude, I'm, I'm sure. So going back to the demo, like what was, I guess, were, were there anything sonically or visually that you wanted it to be very apparent from the get-go with this band for you yeah i mean i kind of i mean i i just wanted to capture the fucking you know a lot of bands right now are doing like a pop guy gimmick thing and it i think it's creating i don't know how to word this Basically, I wanted to capture the reality of living in LA. That's that's what that's what law of power is. Mm. That's what law of power is, and you know, a lot of people like think we're fucking glorifying certain things, but it's like we're not. It's just, I have to live with it. We all have to right. live with it. You know, everyone in this band fucking has to live with it. And it's what happens every day. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. And I, I want to I... make it known, like no, like. Th- th- no, you. Go. Oh no! I, I, I want to make it known, like, hey, this is re- this is real. This is not fucking. I'm not just writing some shit I've never done. This is, this is what I have to deal with. I'm, you know, you know. Yeah, like I'm giving you guys a fucking window into this shit. Right. Yeah, and that that was definitely something that I was kind of curious about. Um, but I I I want to make sure that we don't skip over anything. But I do think that uh, it's it's very important 
sometimes when you see the artwork for something, you hear the, the music and then you see the people on stage and, you know, sometimes you go even deeper than that and you listen to interviews to get to know these people. A lot of people will make assumptions right out the gate when they hear something for the first time where they see a band live. Um, so that's why I was really interested in doing this podcast because seeing some of the cr- the, the craziness that you guys have been getting off of your music when it's like, I feel like, this is a true authentic representation of who these people are and what they're, you know, what they're about. And yeah. I do agree that there are a lot of, it's easy for a lot of hardcore bands to, to front the, the tough uh, attitude for sure. You know, you know, and it's, it's not even, you know, that they're trying to be tough. It's just like, dude, this is how we're fucking born and raised. Like it's, mm-hmm. there's no other, no other explanation than that. But, you know, people are so quick, like, Oh, look, you know, it's fucking, white dudes in cosplay it's like first off we're fucking mexican as shit <laughs> second off like 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 that's it like people are so used to just gimmicks mm-hmm. you know and it, that's that's one thing that just doesn't do it for me it's like ugh, god annoying yeah no i i do think like if you're looking at heavy music or hardcore is like a broad net that's cast because um there's definitely bands that like you know are hardcore bands but maybe they lean a little bit more metallic or metalcore or even death metal so there's like a lot of those kind of things i feel like sometimes like sniffing out the bullshit of like some of that is is very very apparent and like you know california is definitely a huge hub when it comes to like heavy music and the hardcore scene so like that almost is like it it's it's weirder to see some of that especially where that is if it's like versus i just think of a band like uh ingrown from boise they they embody boise as much as like they should um yeah dude those dudes rule mm -hmm. so it's like when i think about a band from that it's not that every band from boise needs to be like printing like camo shirts and like like doing those kind of things but i feel like they are true authentic representations of, of where they are. And I, and I feel yeah. like you guys kind of do this. Yeah. I, I actually messaged them. Uh, I was like, I was like, yo, like let's go shooting before for the children. So I think, <laughs> I think we're all going to get law power and then go just going to go shoot guns, which yeah. should be fucking fun. I, I hope someone's there to, uh, to capture that. That's really, really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm sure, I'm sure there will be. So, um, so going back to the demo, cause I want to make sure that we, we don't lose that. So, you know, but I think the, the aesthetic, you know, I don't know if it's your hand or someone else's hand specifically, but like, Oh, the... that's Alex's hand. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's Alex's hand, but with like, uh, the, not the palm tattoo, whatever the top of the hand is. Yeah. Like... The law, law power. And then the yeah. bulldog. Yeah. So it's like black and white there's like no bullshit no gimmicks aside to it like to to use the word that you did um but it was it was wild to see so many people just you know responding to that like super well and i think the everyone being locked down it it was nice it almost like reset people checking out new music yeah um, and like kind of fixing that mentality for sure yeah no 100 percent it did i mean fucking what else were people gonna do you know (laughs) So, um, so that dropped in April of, of last year, around that time, June, June maybe of last year, June, okay, so June the 1st, summer. I think we recorded in April and then it dropped in June. Gotcha. Okay. 
So so it drops like in the summertime, right around the time that shows are starting to come back. Um, you guys have played a few shows, but I, you know, just like kind of perusing th- through the internet, like um, you've only like played mainly within California. Is that correct? Uh, we, we did a run with Risk and Buried Dreams on the East Coast, okay. uh, New Hampshire, New Hampshire, uh, Worcester, and Ingham, Massachusetts, okay. uh, which is fucking badass. I love all those dudes. Those are my boys. Mm-hmm. But, but, yeah, but it, I guess like all things. But mainly California. Like, mainly California. And like, you know, we're, we may be pushing just past like double digits worth of shows. Like you guys are still a fairly new band yeah, as far yeah. as like playing and, and doing those things yeah yeah it's it, yeah very new i didn't expect like i didn't even expect to fucking like fucking play shows as much as we do which is fucking it's cool though i love it because it's like i'm gonna be there regardless right you know? <laughs> right i might as well be on stage and uh for 15 or 20 yeah exactly mm-hmm. so um oh. so you know demo does well you guys play a few shows and then we're kind of getting into the more current you know timeline of of where we're at right now um before we get into the actual like drop of the full ep you guys dropped the born into war music video um talk to me about the production of that because a common thing that i was seeing uh online was how people were so stoked on the quality of the video the production like the crazy shots that you guys did so was that like let's just make an actual movie um versus like we're just kind of like no, doing like a, a whatever uh, song every every place that we went it's like those it's like any in, in like east la downtown area but no those are just like iconic fucking things I like i didn't even chris chris and like louise had most of the ideas of like you know what we're gonna do i kind of i kind of like kind of told them just like a little bit maybe what i was thinking everyone kind of collaborated but it was mainly fucking uh, Luke, Luis, and Chris. They like straight up directed it, like knew fucking where all the shots were gonna be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and, it was a, it was a fun fucking time. And that was, I guess, like the first ever music video anything that you probably had done, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was that were you hesitant to the idea of doing a video altogether or you were like on board to to do something no like? man I, I was on board that shit it like sounded fun as fuck yeah like yeah like, it's cool that bands are making videos again because i used to watch that shit when i was a kid it's like you know watch headbangers ball and you know old mtv when it played music mm-hmm. um well, yeah and, i mean and i was just the reason... there for hours and watch that shit that's the reason I asked because like as I was getting more from like, you know, uh some of the stuff that was putting me on to like the more new metal and, and metal core kind of stuff and then actually getting into hardcore, it wasn't super common for lots of like newer current hardcore bands to do music videos. And I feel like that has flipped in the last yeah, couple of yeah. years now, where you see bands like Speed doing like videos and uh, law power and like it's it to me it doesn't feel like oh you're doing this like what are you doing like it almost feels like oh of course you would do that yeah yeah exactly and i yeah i'm glad like you know there's like a standard now like oh cool like we're in a band let's make a video Mm -hmm. like and plus it's just fun you know it's (laughs) gonna be around forever you know it's like fucking why not um so it's it's easy for for people to to daydream about like doing a like a sick video but 
it's another to actually like go out and, and execute on it. So like whose idea was it to bring up like, oh, we should play on top of like a helipad on top of a giant skyscraper? And then how do you guys actually execute that? So I can't talk about how we executed it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh but yeah, that was uh, I had yeah, yeah, I can't really talk about that. But Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it it's I was like, dude, if we're gonna do it, like, cause our, like, if you go to our Spotify, like that first promo picture we ever took was on another like a uh, built like lo- lower level building, um, mm-hmm. that we fucking climbed up on, and uh, so we took that, and then I was like, fuck, like we should get even higher, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just like outdo it every time, dude. I'm telling you, oh, oh, the next release we're gonna be in a fucking helicopter like that. Yeah, you're gonna be in like, like uh, you're gonna gun, be a Boeing down. plane. <laughs> Yeah, dude, the power jet. Yeah, by the time that Law of Power is doing a full length, you guys are being on the moon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it just so happened up there on the helipad. It's a, it's fucking. It was like I don't know. There's a big ten on it. Or like, oh, if we film it this way, it'll say oi. Okay, that was so, a question I had because I was yeah. like, I don't know the backstory, but I was like, oh, was that intentional? Like, did you guys no, not, make not that? At all. It was just let's angle it this way, just, and it will say "oi." Yeah, yeah, it just happened to be that dude. real divine intervention shit. That's a uh, very serendipitous. Uh, I yeah. love that. Um, yeah, it's again, you can you can only talk about so much when it comes to that, but I think just having the shots where the drone is flying around you guys, dude, like, it was like that. Oh, it was so crazy. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't I didn't even expect it to be like look like that. I was when I saw it, I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like this looks like a movie. I was yeah, like, this is fucking, you know, Tom Cruise or fucking I don't know. Very like, yeah, it's either yeah, Tom what? Cruise or Ocean's Eleven, some something yeah. of that caliber for sure. Um it, it's funny too because there's there's a couple creators that I follow. Um where they have like the the fat the like the racing drones that are like super fast and you yeah, can really yeah, stop the them fucking... on a dime. Um and they'll like fly them around during festivals and fly behind the drummers and it's like Yeah. There's there's obviously a slight chance that you're just flying this drone into the head of some guitar player and then the show yeah. is, is is stopping. But uh they're they're pros. So whoever flew that yeah. drone for that for your, yeah, your um... or them. Yeah, I, I can't think of it. At the end of the video, they're, they're credited. I can't think of it off the top of my head right now. Yeah. Well, I highly recommend anyone listening or watching this podcast to go check out the video as soon as it's over because it's definitely... <laughs> I, I feel like if you're going to do a hardcore video, you should just like go balls to the wall and, and have fun and, and do yeah. really, really cool and, things. And that's what I... Like every, every single thing we've done, like we've always said, like let's just go full fucking sin. Like just a hundred percent, because yeah, I don't want to do no half-ass shit. I've half-assed fucking more than more than half of my life. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like if I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna make it worth it. Totally. Uh, w- w- you know, when it comes to other spots within that video, um, were there any that were like maybe on the surface just looks like a part of LA, but is like has a lot more importance to you specifically? Uh, no, not really in that area. Um. 
like this the shanty alleys like when like we're uh we're all kind of on the corner of the street um like i don't know i'd go there as a kid they just sell like that's where you go to buy like bootleg nike bootleg adidas fucking sure. fake ids whatever the fuck you need mm-hmm. um yeah but i mean that's about it no real like significance for me at least it's just it's a crucial part of like the fucking downtown area totally yeah um is it the same when you guys are going through is are those the same i don't even know what those are called because we don't have those in canada um but where where you're driving the car um oh like like, uh yeah that's the la river right is that the same one that they shot terminator i'm assuming but i can't confirm okay I haven't seen the Terminator movies fuck, since I was a kid. Yeah, I, I do. I do plan on rewatching too. But yeah. I'm pretty sure if they did film it, I mean, a lot of places have you know, like Greece, the movie Greece, like when they're fucking racing, fucking, uh, they did it there. I'm trying to think mm-hmm. what other ones, can't remember off the top of my head, but a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Arnold fan, so like as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, this is from t2 and you know yeah. flying down uh with the semi so i'll have to do like a side-by-side comparison uh later yeah, on. yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking look that up after we uh after we chat yeah yeah so um you know you guys do the video you drop it to, to you know to celebrate this new song what were what was the reaction um you know good or bad when it came to the video obviously a lot of people loved it and lots of people oh sharing oh, oh dude about it. yeah i mean you know like yeah i a lot of people loved it very minimal haters and uh i mean i i don't give a fuck either way <laughs> sure. you know but uh but yeah i mean it uh yeah the re- like reaction was good i mean i didn't expect it like the fucking you know, blow up it like it did, and fuck. I looked at the count this morning; it's like already at thirty thousand views. I was like, God damn, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, and and, and yeah, and it's almost like I think a lot of people can get lost in the numbers when it comes to anything yeah. creative that they do. But like, you have to remember that like we're living in a time now where like everyone's like uploading shit on the daily. Yeah. So it's like you're kind of fighting for people's attention. So I'm I'm stoked that like. And, and the other thing too that I think is great about the video, it has like rewatchability to it. It's not like yeah. oh, I've watched it and I know exactly what's going to happen. There's like I can rewatch this thing, just get as much as of a kick out of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like again, the whole thing was just fun. It's fun just doing all that shit with my friends. Right. Um, speaking of Born into War specifically, like on on the lyric side of things, like where do you like to spend? your time as far as like focusing on, on different material or does it really vary um, song to song? I mean, uh, it, it just, it just varies. Um, you know, uh, like I'm not, I'm not that good with fucking, uh, I'm not that good with like fucking English, like English and like speaking it hundred percent, but like writing it, like my brain's kind of wonky. So like, I'll just kind of like jot ideas or like certain like phrases or lines that I think of and, Alex uh, usually like will help me like piece them together. We collaborate a lot that way. Hmm. D- does he but, help uh, yeah, you that... more with like the the word choices or the phrasing, or are uh, you a, are a you little good? a little a, a, a little bit of both? Okay. Um, yeah, "Born into War" was actually the first song we ever wrote. 
even including the demo. the demo? Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. we didn't okay. include it. Yeah. That's so wild. Like, that's so interesting. Because I've heard it where some people where it's like, um, there's a band from from Louisville called Weapon X, um, and we had Dave, okay. their singer, on the podcast. It's kind of like there's members of Knock Loose in that band and Inclination. Um, but they, but he said the first song that they ever wrote was the most recent song that they put out, which was on a comp. So I love getting the little behind the scene where someone's like, yeah, this Born Into War almost feels like, you know, it, it was a single and it seems like it's doing doing the work of, of what a, a banger song will do. But, it you know, it came later, but it was written first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We played it at every single show that we've ever played. Mm-hmm. Um, man, that's that's wild. Okay, so uh, the video drops, and now we're kind of at like the current timeline of like the full EP, which has two other songs on it. Um, yeah, anything, yeah. Anything specific on like the lyrical uh, side of that, or you know, even just how people are responding? And uh, I know it's only been like two days of it being out so far. Yeah, no, twenty four hours came out. Yeah, it came out yesterday. Well. We dropped it officially at 8 a.m. Right. But, like, you know, the Europeans started sharing it at fucking midnight or whatever. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, this one, uh, like, you know, Born into War Lakes, I mean, it's basically just fucking, you know, literally growing up in fucking gang shit and violent stuff in L.A. Uh, $80 Devil, that... uh. I was two weeks clean from that one and Alex came over and uh, yeah, we started, we started writing that one. That was a, that was a weird one for me. I almost didn't want to put it out. So I'm like, ah, there's kind of fucking, it's a deep, it's a deep personal cut, but I feel like it needed to, needed to happen. And it came out fucking good. You know, the right, the music on it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of, I had a lot of fun with that one, but uh, yeah, like, yeah, that one was just, you know, uh, eighty dollar bags of what it's every any substance of my choosing was a mm. problem for a long time, many many yeah. years. So was that like it was harder to think about putting that out because of how much, like how personal that felt to you? Yeah, exactly. Like I like there was times like I would like I like I wouldn't text Alex back like we we're gonna go like write some like fuck like. Mm. Uh, like, I don't know, I'd get a plug and anxious about that shit. But, you know, it ended up working, you know, working out. And uh, I, I I got over it. It's like, you know what, fuck it, dude. Like, if somebody, like, hears this and maybe helps them, you know, then cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's a constant thing with, like, um, sometimes the output of music helps people, like, helps the individual, like, get over. Not get over isn't the right word, but, like, it helps with the process of wherever they are at in their journey of, of that specific thing. But a lot, and, and sometimes it putting out, it's not like, all right, it's all done now. Like it, it could still go on for years, but sometimes we don't realize the impact that we have on other people through th- this music that we put out. And like, it is really cool to be able to put something out and then you get, you know, the DM like a year after the song's been out where it's like, Hey, like, I don't know if anyone has told you, but like this song has really helped me. Um, yeah. It, Cause I was in a similar situation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They, um, yeah. I mean, cause like when I was a kid, 
I guess we'd go back to like, you know, talking my the origins and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I me I don't really pay attention to like the music. I'm a lyric guy. Like mm-hmm. when I first heard Blood for Blood, I was like, oh my God. I was like, okay, these guys like I fucking I feel like that. You know? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like this too. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm you know, even if it doesn't happen, you know, I'm ho- I'm at least hoping that if somebody hears that shit, you know, they could relate and like, all right, cool, I'm not alone in this. You know, right. I could I right. you know. Like someone out there is fucking going through the same shit. Mm-hmm. Who do you think you take the most, uh, or who do you think has lyrically inspired you the most? Um, um fucking uh, Bruce LePage from A Hundred Demons. Mm-hmm. Um, y- yeah, honestly, like he he's yeah he's he's a big inspiration. Um, and I mean. Like I'll always listen to like Blood for Blood, Sheer Terror, like while I'm writing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean th- those are like my fucking big three right there. Yeah. Cause oh, yeah. cause again, when I first heard when I first heard Hunter Demons, I was like, oh dude, like this guy's a fuck up too. I was like, oh, okay, like, yeah, I feel like that. Like that is right. that's me. You know, he's talking about fucking doing all kinds of crazy shit. I was like, yo, like I I'm li- I'm living this life too. You know, mm-hmm. I got someone. Now I got so I I got this song to you know to remind me that I'm not alone in this shit. Right. Yeah, and I think that's like that's a that is a huge reason that I talk about this all the time where I think the the why of the music and the lyrics of hardcore is what hooks people. I think coming to see it live is the thing that kind of galvanizes it and like makes it yeah. stick forever or pushes the people that aren't about it out of the way. Um, but yeah, I think it was the same for me where it's like, I, I would be reading the lyrics of all the bands that I listened to growing up and still listen to now. And it's like, wow. Okay. Like I can find myself in, in this music. And then yeah, when yeah. you see it live and, you know, people are adding additional context to these songs, uh, before they play them, like that's, that has what has sealed the deal forever for me, for sure yeah yeah it, again like because i know like some people like they don't really pay attention to lyrics out but i mean which is fine but like i'm not a musician i don't fucking know how to play instruments i don't you know right. that's uh yeah too too much shit for me um <laughs> but yeah so i'm like okay fuck, like fuck i just pay attention to the lyrics and so that's what really does it for me with literally anything i listen to yeah um and, and we don't have to uh hit on this topic too much but i do think that that seems to be a thing that um, the current people that are getting into hardcore uh, through whatever means, it could be a social media thing. It could be, um, you know, their, their friend is like pulling them to shows, whatever it is. If they're not, if they're not going and reading the why behind stuff and they're just seeing it as like, Oh yeah, this is a popular thing. That's like kind of trendy depending on certain bands. um, It will, it will quickly, sink in for them that they well it won't sink in for them but they'll they'll kind of like expose themselves that they were never about like the the rooted uh aspects of of this subculture and this yeah i mean honestly and i think sometimes that's why like you know the gimmicky stuff's a little dangerous because you know then you go to a show like filled with non non non-gimmicky people and they'll uh you know like you know i'm sure you saw what happened on fucking that fucking outrage the other day some kid broke his nose it's like dude when i was young people were getting stabbed like at a shot at shows and like nobody really gave a shit 
right. like and you're fucking whatever you know right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I do think the the funny thing from that was <laughs> people uh posting selfies of of when they got their nose broken at a show or when something happened and they're like Dude, this yeah, happened that, to me right. at terror in 2013 or whatever and i thought it was sick and uh yeah and yeah it was, it, it was pretty it was pretty pretty funny yeah uh it was <laughs> i would say the band that i play in is like uh we are very self-aware that we are like a bunch of just canadian guys that are just playing like hardcore and thrash music and you know we have harder parts but nothing you know to that level um there was a show though that we were you know what a liquid a liquid death is right oh fuck you dude i love that shit yeah yeah I'm, yeah shout out liquid death I uh so I'm I'm a big liquid death head and uh at this show there was like um it's a it's a longer story uh but yeah I'll tell it because I haven't talked talked about it on the podcast before. Hell yeah. Um we got I had a pallet sent to me uh cuz I have a hookup there. And so a pallet is like 146 cases. So yeah. times that by 12 that's a lot of fucking cans of water. Yeah. So I brought half of it to this like DIY indoor skate park show that we were playing in Ontario. So like there's liquid death, like literally everywhere people are drinking. It's like the vibe is very, very cool. Um, so we're, we're headlining. It's our last song. Um, I'm just, you know, over the moon excited. Cause we like flew all, all the way from, from Calgary to, uh, to play these shows. And I took a can and I just like, I emptied it, but, I didn't empty it all the way and I threw the can and it was like half full and it's like, you know, it's a tall boy. So it's like, it's got, yeah. you know, that it has some weight and I knew that I connected with someone after I threw it, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure on, on who I hit it. And then it was the next day I get a DM being like, you hit my boyfriend in the face with a candle. And I was like, Oh no, here we go. Yeah. But but this person said he's so fucking excited. He thought it was the coolest thing ever. Oh, and just I was there like, there you go, boom. So yeah. that's that's the difference where it's like, are yeah, you like DMing me to be it. like you're in trouble? To like, and, yeah. and I and I forgot like being a younger 20, 20 uh some person being like, it, it is good to know that there are people in hardcore who are in their like earlier twenties that are stoked you know yeah like it's not yeah, that we exactly. want everybody to be smoked in the face with liquid death cans but if it yeah, yeah, happens, no, you know people can take it on the chin and uh and be cool about it for sure yeah yeah exactly like yeah because I, I was one of, like i i love i love like either getting hurt or fucking you know like just when crazy shit would happen like that it fucking got me off as a kid you know just yeah. the, the chaos of it yeah and it's like you know, how like how dare something hardcore related happen at a hardcore show? You know, yeah, like, ex <laughs> yeah. It's just like the man, and that's how it's like. Yeah, like fuck, you know, like dear, like just like know what you're getting into. Sometimes you know, don't fucking mm -hmm. stand near the side. You know, some sometimes like fucking I don't know if you during uh for the children fucking Walter from Rotting Out, one of fucking good friends. You fucking uh. He knocked me out during Donnie and I fucking fell right back on the stage. <laughs> and uh, that's a that's a funny ass video. God yeah. damn, dude, that sucked so much. Funny as that's fuck though, but couldn't open my mouth right for like a week. <laughs> 
well yeah it's like but you know, but again definitely... like after it was it's fun it's it's funny it's like dude yeah it's like there's oh, so no, many aside from even just shit that's happening during the set like uh just yeah. a couple days ago we put out uh, a podcast with uh jesse who plays uh in momentum and abrasion and he oh, was shit. just mentioning okay. like the them to getting to play canada was such a shit show but like what normal people see just going to a sh- like is the actual set of the band they don't see the behind the scenes they don't see like all the chaos yeah. going into it um but the other side of that is like the chaos that's actually happening there's always this like unpredict like i like i get goosebumps even talking about it where i'm at a show and it feels like anything can happen right now and yeah that oh, is yeah. like i wish i was yep. at those shows all the time obviously yeah. you know some shows are yeah are more like duds and you know they are poorly attended and that's just the name of the game but like when you're at a show and you feel like you have to like be so in tune with your spidey senses as far as like dodging yeah you're looking around kind of kind of fucking adrenaline going yep dude totally yeah um, nothing like it dude nothing yeah. like it no and because i go to any other kind of music event for anything else and it's like i crave that i crave to be on the edge of my seat and you know and yeah even something that's like within the same branch like a metal show i'm like this this isn't the same it's not the same yeah yeah no yeah it's, it's a very like uh peculiar thing we got going on <laughs> absolutely um so yeah, hard hardcore is a lovely place yeah um you you mentioned donny brook uh earlier and 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 just uh a few minutes ago uh which is funny because uh for you guys this record release they're they're coming to play a show and uh i i was like i did not expect to have on my list of things to check off of this year to see donny brook on a on a hardcore yeah. show poster can can you talk to me about uh getting yeah yeah so so um drain martin uh they're uh, from Donnybrook, Terror. Um, they're both from the same city that I'm from. So, and it's like, uh, so Whittier is like a fucking like small, like smaller city in LA. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, people are there are like really, really prideful as I am. Um, and he, so they were like, they were one of the first hardcore bands I ever listened to solely based on the fact because they're from Whittier. So, mm-hmm. and I'll do, and I was like, yeah, like fucking, you know, what are your hardcore shit? And uh, yeah, I mean, still, I listen, I listen to them so fucking much. And I, I hit up Dre and I was like, yo, like, you guys down for the record, like a record release show? I don't think he was going to say yeah, because they hardly fucking play. I think last time they played was for the children. Um, and I couldn't even remember this because I got fucking knocked out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, I, when, when, I, when I saw that on there, and then, uh, you know, we uh, think Chris or Xavier hit up. Um, dudes from piece by piece and i'm like dude this is like a fucking early 2000s show this is crazy mm-hmm. yeah, like to see to see like law of power on a flyer with them i'm like dude like if you would have told like 16 17 year old me that would happen like i'd fucking laugh in your face like yeah right <laughs> like yeah it's it's crazy it's crazy so it, it's fucking real cool and uh yeah it's it's we're, we're gonna make the fucking we're gonna make that whole record release kind of a kind of an experience like we're gonna be like bumping oldies in between in between sets and shit. Hell yeah, that's super sick. Uh where where is the actual? But yeah, no, Don, gonna Donnie be? Bruce is. Uh, it's gonna be at the midnight hour. 
uh, to a oh, record okay. shop I've... in the San Fernando Valley. But yeah, they've been, I've gone to a yeah, show there. been having yeah, a shit ton of shows there, dude. It's it, yeah, it's fucking cool. I fucking I love that place. The one and only show that I I went to uh, go there was uh, Rotting Out's um, quote unquote last show before they were kind of taking a break for a little bit. And oh yeah, yeah. It was like yeah, because it was kind of a. I was there for a work trip, so I wasn't able to go for the entirety of that show. Um, and I think the only band that I knew uh, on well. I miss Firestarter who opened and then I was excited to see pull your card, but then they didn't play. And then does mod does Madre. Is that how you Desmadre, say that? Yeah. Yeah. Desmadre. Yeah. They played, but they weren't on the, it was just like, I, I kind of was like, yeah. I don't know what I'm really, really even seeing until Rodney Cow was actually playing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember, I can't remember why they didn't play, but yeah. Yeah. Pull your card. Were, were you awesome at that show? Desmadre, those guys were, uh, yeah, I showed up for a bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah but yeah, yeah it was up for a little bit. That was the first time I saw Rotting Out and it, it was a, it felt very special to see them on like home turf, if you want to call it that, as far as like I know yeah, they're from yeah, San yeah. Fernando, but like being that no, close uh, to the, the origin. Yeah, they're from oh, San, San Pedro. Pedro. San Pedro. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Thank you for correcting me there. Yeah, um, no, no, no worries. But to be that close to like their breeding yeah. ground was was uh, yeah. very, very cool. Yeah, it's always a special thing. You know, it's like watching a fucking baseball game at home field or something. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, so I, I hope that that show, like, kicks off. Uh, when, because uh, I'll, I'll try to drop our our interview just beforehand to try to give it a little bit of a uh, plug. Oh, okay, sick. Yeah, so Fuck anything yeah. you want to say as far as, like, where people can buy tickets, when it's happening, and, and all that uh, stuff? Yeah, yeah, you can get the tickets through SOS Booking. Um, I don't know the exact website, but it's it's on there. Um, and yeah, I think yeah, that's just where you can. That's all, <laughs> that's the place yeah, to go. Yeah. After that, we're playing for the children. We got a couple other shows to announce, but yeah, I'm you know we'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah, so you know we were mentioning back there are a couple of East East Coast shows, uh, mainly a lot of like California s shows. What what name three places? that you hope that law of power can play sometime next year man uh new york never been definitely chicago want to go there i'd say canada but uh i'm not, I'm not sure if we can get in <laughs> fair uh there's an infamous to, oh, tweet uh, where no, someone said i don't want to listen to your band if they can get that, into that was me that was you? That, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. That that has been circulated by so many of my friends. Yeah. So um Yeah, yeah, that that was me. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, that's funny as fuck, actually. Uh, that's weird. Uh, um, so not so not Canada. Yeah. Oh maybe maybe yeah, in a Florida. perfect world, but do, uh, Yeah, yeah, I do want to play Florida. Florida. Okay. Florida, so Florida, Florida, Chicago, and New York. That's a good list. Yeah. 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 I think, yeah, all, every one of those cities has a, like a cool little good thing going on. Mm hmm. Um, talk to me about your guys' merch uh, strategy. Cause anyone that's bought merch from Law of Power who might be a smaller human 
uh, might have not gotten <laughs> what they originally asked. Um, talk to me. Talk to me about that, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was a. <laughs> it was a super last minute. I I totally forgot that it happened until like maybe a few weeks ago. I was looking at like the Reddit threads and I was like, "Oh my god, I got I fucking can't believe that shit was a year ago." <laughs> um, yeah. So I we didn't. I don't know. We uh like. I didn't know how many numbers which shirt to print, sure. you know, size wise. I was like, I don't know. Like, we, like, we just dropped this demo. It's our first show. Like, let's just get like medium through medium through triple X. I don't know. I, I feel like we're a fat guy band. Um, so yeah, I think we did like two smalls or something like that. So all these people started ordering. Smalls and all. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Um, like we'll, we'll just fucking do something funny. There were protein bars and like, here's your shirt, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Get, get bigger i think we wrote like little fucking notes on there too yeah dude, yeah some people got really fucking mad at that i'm like dude, come on it's fucking <laughs> just just bulk up it's all <laughs> yeah just get bigger simply yeah it's, <laughs> it's so it's, easy that's just it's so wild because it's not like you know, for someone I'm like, I'm a pretty lanky individual, so I need to wear like an XL just so it's like yeah. long on my body. So it's long, yeah. So if someone like, if I bought a shirt from a band and I ordered XL and they sent me a large and they're like sending me a salad and getting, saying get smaller, then I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? But if anything, if I ordered an XL and I got a 2X, it's like, oh, this shirt's just a little baggier. And that's. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And I but, get uh, it personally. I I'd be I'd be pissed if somebody sent me a fucking bigger shirt. But it's like, <laughs> eh, whatever. So, so now the real question is: When is the Law of Power Protein Bar collab going to be happening? Like, you guys got to hit up Cliff um, or Larbar or, or well, someone. well, me and me and me and Ryan, um, uh, our guitarist, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, he plays in Section Eight as well. One of my fucking best friends. Uh, we started a pre-workout company, but we're, it's in, it's in, um, it's in the stage right now where all the, they're making sure it's safe to sell basically, sure. uh, conquest labs. You could follow our, uh, pre-workouts called onslaught. We were actually giving away samples at, uh, the rotting out show we played last August. So um, people are getting fucking wired on that. <laughs> it's, it's called conquest labs. Yeah. That's the name of our company. It's conquest labs. And the pre-workout oh, itself is okay. called Onslaught. So, okay. yeah, we're looking uh, – we're going to have some shit up probably in about a few months, give or take. We're just waiting for the last stage of approval. Okay. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, so, so we, we, yeah, we got that going on. What's um, – is, is that something where, you know, it, it clearly early stages with, with a lot of that, but is that something that you see down the line of, like – being able to like work with bands and like kind of like cross oh a hundred a hundred a hundred a hundred percent like uh yeah yeah a hundred percent i'd love to like you know even like you know get into the you know fucking canned canned energy drink game you know <laughs> you know fucking just hand out at shows and fucking yeah yeah there's yeah, so, uh, I mean, yeah that's basically the plan but i would love to i would love to collab with bands and do like fucking limited edition pre-workouts yeah so okay so it says this spring the onslaught begins so spring of next year is kind of where we're spring of next year yeah there was a few little setbacks with a few of the ingredients 
Gotcha. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I just dropped you guys a follow and I'll definitely put that oh, in the, uh, in the oh, description awesome, dude. of this podcast. I think that's oh, really yeah, cool. Much appreciated. Yeah. Are you, yeah, um, me, yeah, me and Ryan are fucking stoked. Yeah. Like, are you guys, uh, like, have you done any other like business, like things like this, or is this kind of the first rodeo? No. Yeah. Yeah. This is the first, this is our first fucking time. Yeah. And like, you know, we're learning as we go, but you know, it's, it's not that hard. Yeah, I think it's like, if there's anything that hardcore has taught me, it's like, there needs to be no, like, experience or paper required to just, like, going out and trying to figure something out if you have enough drive uh, to do something. Yeah, So yeah, that's that's what's great about DIY. Yeah, yeah, like, if you want to go start, like, a supplement company or you want to do, like, do real estate, like, whatever you want to do, like, if there's anything that I've taken away from this is just like fuck any judgment that anyone else has on it and just go out and do it. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I mean, truly, truly, that's literally that. Like, I think that's what sets aside. <clears throat> like, yeah, like grow, you know, growing up in fucking punk rock, hardcore, and shit. It's like, yeah, like you could do anything, kind of. And it, it, you know, growing up with kind of like a like a fuck you attitude you know, that we, you know, we, we all have, you know, it's good. Cause like, you know, a lot of normal people and shit that I see at work and stuff, like there's such pushovers there's such like, I don't know. They're not willing to like step outside or do anything different. It's like, dude, come on. Like you, like you could, it's just like, it's a matter of like caring whether people fucking think of you a certain way or not. Yeah. Like I think it was on, um, vice did this uh new york hardcore documentary and one of my favorite quotes from it is where they were saying punk traditionally has a very like fuck the man kind of attitude it's just like ah the man the man's getting me down uh but hardcore is kind of like um fuck the man and what can i do to actually like drive change and yeah 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 exactly so yeah I, i i think you know and it's all warranted off of like, go out and do it. You might fall flat on your face and that, yeah. but at least you actually went but, and, and learned something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At least you gave it a shot and that's what it's all about. Cause sometimes giving it a shot works. Absolutely. It may not work all the time, but some, sometimes it does. Yeah. And, and if anything, it's like, I've learned more from the shots I've taken that maybe not have landed the way that I want to. Like I've learned more from those than like, you know, achieving something if if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got a little bit on a tangent there, but um, so there might be some law of power supplement related things <laughs> sometime yeah. next year, which I think is very very cool. Um, is there and. I always hesitate on asking some of these questions because then it's like the band is hitting you up being like, well, you said on the podcast, we have to do it. But is there any off the top of your head? Are there any bands that you think would be like a no brainer to do something with when it comes to conquest labs and, and, uh, and all that? You know, I, I haven't thought of that yet personally. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to think about that one. Yeah. But I'm I'm sure we will. I'm sure Ryan's got some fucking good ideas. Yeah. Law Law of Power might just be like the the test the testing phase of, of how Yeah, that, how yeah, that yeah, works. exactly. Yeah, just to see if people, you know, really into it. 
But I think, yeah, selling through work at shows, that's 100% the move. Yeah. It's almost, <laughs> it's just imagine people just taking pre-workout like shots before bands start playing. I'm, I'm, I feel like that you might see that a lot more next year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, at the Rotting Out show, like, fucking, we brought like four tubs and uh, they all went and fucking motherfuckers were wilding at that show. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, yeah. Like each scoop is like about three, 350 milligrams of caffeine. So, you know, yeah, pretty, pretty good amount. It's a, it's a workout and a half for sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, uh, do you guys, you, you guys do the whole like bit about like, oh, we'll just send larger sizes, but do you guys have small sizes now? Oh, no. Or are you yeah, committing to the bit? No, no, no. Now we make smalls. Like we know, we know people are going to fucking wear them. Cause that was the thing we didn't, we just didn't know. We're like, ah, like fucking, you know, we'll get one or two made and then they went and then all these people started ordering smalls. Shit. We got to figure yeah. something out. Let's make it funny. <laughs> Here, at least well, you, at least you got a shirt. <laughs> yeah, well, it 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 is funny because like hearing the context now, you're like, "This is my first band," so like I'm literally finding out this stuff all yeah, for the first time. Yeah, exactly. Um, it is, it is the doom of I think any band of like you or you're like, "Oh, we have to order a couple smalls," but then you're sitting on them for months and months and months and months. Yeah, and months. so exactly. Um, yeah, it's like. There are people that that gotta wear it, and we, you know, we respect those people. But you know, uh, it's it's just an ex, it's an extra. It's not the the norm when it comes to normal yeah, sizes, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now we'll always make sure to have a few. You're still mm-hmm. less than all the other ones because like small and mediums are like the least selling ones. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, we we definitely do. You carry got, them. Do you print more smalls or more like three X? when it comes to law of power merch orders i think i think we do like one or two more three x okay i think i think last time we did like five five three x and like three smalls like that was that was um oh no yeah fuck i don't know chris chris is really good with that shit he fuck mm-hmm. he's the one after that first time he was like yeah i'm handling this now <laughs> so he he's fucking yeah yeah he's he's like dude i don't know what the fuck i'm doing i don't you know it's just right i was like yeah fuck it <laughs> you know you get this number but, you know chris is really good with that shit he's, he's helped out with a lot of a lot of the technical stuff mm-hmm. um so ep's you know 24 hours or you know super fresh um you guys are you have a couple shows to be announced still i think for the children this year um yeah. is uh one of oh, those yeah. said shows um who like what do you think you know we do you think that this band is going to be like a band that goes out and tours and does different things or do you think it's going to be a little bit more of like you know we're going to fly here for a weekend and do a yeah of shows? I, I, I mean it would have to be real worth it but and again, you know, I'm not, I'm not in hardcore to fucking make money. I'm in hardcore because it's you know, pretty much fucking life. Right. And, you know, like, I don't know. Like, if I, if I was younger, for sure, that would be like my 100% main goal. But, I mean, you know, we, we do have 
some cool shit, uh, you know, to be announced, like I said. But I don't know if it could just be like a all all the time thing. You know, I'd love to just like you know fests and you know here and there. But mm-hmm. and we will do runs, but just probably not as much as other bands. Yeah, I think uh, it's the game. It's the the strategy of like bands going out and touring relentlessly. Um, as much as that is maybe not the norm anymore because you know things are hella expensive. Um, you know people yeah. are yeah, dude. <laughs> Uh, you know, getting to a stage in life where it's like, maybe I could take a little week off, but I can't dedicate my entire life to doing this. But yeah. the bands that are hungry and are going out and doing that, that strategy still works because oh. a lot of those bands are the biggest bands uh, in the world right now because yeah. so many people have seen them. Um, but I do yeah. think that it's cool for bands to um, do smaller scale things, but still have a, a big impact for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like, Fuck you! It sounds so exhausting. Like fuck, like three, four weeks. You know, I'm good. I, I like. Yeah. I like. <laughs> there, there's definitely bands that like will post little... like, we're touring from beginning of October until the end of December, and then I'm like, and then you know, like friends of friends will comment on the post being like, oh wait, are you going on tour or something? Like, kind of like giving yeah, a, uh, a bit of a you know, goofing on them a little bit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it's cool for people to go and do that. But I also think it's cool that it's not like the only way for a band to work is if you are dedicating your entire life to exactly being a, to being a road dog. Exactly. And that's what I thought. I was like, wait, like, like fuck, are people like, you're going to fuck with us. Cause like, we're not fucking touring and stuff. Like when we first, mm-hmm. like, or like, like when we first started, like I already knew, like, uh, like I don't want to, you know, I don't want to fucking go all over the place, like, fucking for months. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's cool that, you know, like, the internet ha- does have its fucking, uh, have its place in help- helping out, uh, you know, exposing bands and whatnot. So that's, that's fucking really, really thick. When, when, you know, the, the reaction for the, the initial demo, and then obviously, like, this new EP, I'm sure... I'm sure it's crossed your mind. They're like, man, could we do like, Oh, has yeah. your opinion on that changed at all? It has. And I do think about it, but again, like I said, it would, if, you know, when I have, uh, I'm, you know, I'm working my way right now to where I don't, where I could be a, like more, a little more free. Um, you know, fucking work-wise and stuff. So yeah, I'm taking I'm taking steps towards that because, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't like fucking really answering to anybody. So yeah, if if I could, if I could, a hundred percent. You know, if I could, but it's like, you know, fucking, you gotta live. <laughs> you gotta fucking pay to live too. So yeah, so it would have to be real fucking worth it. Yeah, and and, and the reason I ask that is like thinking about when I had Joseph of Tsunami on and hearing how that band was literally going to just start and be like play three shows and like not really be that much. And to see, yeah, you know, they're not a band that will go out and do crazy long tours, but they'll go out and play. Oh yeah. Lots of festivals, lots of shows. They'll go over, they've gone overseas now. So I think I, and I, and I think that's an important point to bring up for the people listening is like, 
it's okay to change your mind whether you're like yeah. this is going to be the the touring band that i've that i'm going to be on the road all the time and then maybe it just doesn't catch and you're like hey we're just going to do like weekend stuff or whatever and then it's totally cool on the opposite side where you can just have the lowest of expectations just to play local shows but then someone but across then, yeah. the country is like yo we want to bring you out like you should chase those yeah. curiosities uh, we've been getting a lot of love from ireland and that's ireland. so fucking crazy to me yeah okay like yeah like yeah like a lot and i'm like what the fuck that's crazy <laughs> but i can i can see i dude like mexicans and irish are pretty much the same shit we both like alcohol we both like fighting and we, we're both catholic you know <laughs> so it, in a lot of ways irish are the mexicans of europe and mexicans are the fucking irish of north america South, you know, whatever the fuck yeah um so, which yeah. do you well <laughs> okay which do you think would will happen first law of power playing in ireland or law of power playing in mexico dude me, dude mexico would be so sick i i would like to fucking plan that at some point, I just gotta find you know a contact down there. Yeah. But yeah, Mexico would be fucking amazing. I, Geographically, I love it like Mexico yeah. is like you know way easier oh, dude. Uh, to get to. But yeah, you know, maybe there's some Irish or, or 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 Ireland fans that are listening to this podcast that are like, "Yo, we gotta hit the group chat to, to figure out how we get." Yeah, yeah, right, over. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Figure something out. Yeah, Europe in general. Um, I'd love to fucking, I'd love to play out there too. So, so so how are these people from Ireland like telling you to come over there? Is it like through people uh, like, buying yeah, just like, small shirts that they get mediums or is it Yeah, no, it's... just uh I think just by like DMs, um got a lot lot of love from them on like YouTube and Twitter. And mm -hmm. then uh yeah, like they they hit us up fucking just messaging us. I'm like, dude, fucking these kids fucking awesome. Sick. Well, like I didn't well, even know if... I didn't even consider there was a thing in there. No that that was the last thing that i ex would expect you to say on this podcast so um if there yeah ever was... comes a time where law of power is playing ireland i can just take a clip from this interview and then just slap it uh, dude with your guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly I'll, I'll make sure to re i'll re make sure to reach out to you but yeah like i didn't even imagine like a fucking hard pushing there or anything so like hearing that i'm like dude that's fucking cool yeah like There's... you know and again that fucking Oh, no, go on. No, no, I was just, I always think or, and try my best to like when there's a unconventional part of the world, I'm like, there must be some something here. And like it, sometimes it just takes one band to like expose people yeah, to uh, like what yeah. that scene is. We, we were talking about like Ingrown as an example, like before that, I don't think anyone would think to go to Boise to play a show, yeah. but now the the snowball of that scene just seems to be going and going um same thing w from where i'm up in canada like a lot of people will just think it's toronto but they don't think of the other half of, of yeah the, the western side of the country so that's been a goal for mine for the podcast but now i'm like man who who are the island bands that are i know a couple um off the top of my what's the band yeah i'm, I'm gonna have, yeah yeah if you could put me on to some dude fucking that'd be sick yeah, I I remember a lot of lockdown. I was doing a playlist with uh a, um with a bunch of bands, but I'm trying to remember. Uh, it's gonna bug me. I think it was called. 
maybe no no that's that's a band yeah that's a band from america um if there's anyone listening and you listen to a bunch of ireland hardcore or you know however you say it um drop it in the comments of this of this podcast so we could show those people some love in one second oh fuck it ah Are there you restocking go. beverages or are you plugging your, your iPad? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just had to go plug it in. That's all good. Um, well, um, we're heading towards the end of the pod here. Um, and I got one question, Henry, that I ask anybody who comes here on the podcast. Um, tell me a favorite Mosh-related story of yours. And so when I say uh, that, that could be anything that's first your head that could either be gruesome violent wholesome funny uh could have happened at a sh- at a law of power show or just a show that you were just attending whatever's the first your head yeah i mean so um the the one of the first hardcore shows i ever went to well met, metalcore uh, i was still like super fucking street punk at the time mm-hmm. and you know, like it was, ha- it was happening in fucking uh, Uptown Whittier, which is like pretty much where everyone just went to hang out. Um, and it was Suffocate, Winds of Plague, Dynasty. I forgot what the fuck else was on there. Um, it, it was a fucking stacked show, though. But I was still super street punked out at the time. Fucking, you know, drank a few 40s before going in. And I didn't, uh, I didn't know what fucking like hardcore moshing was. So I just started circle pitting and uh, fucking I got knocked. I, I woke up in bushes. I woke up in bushes. Um, fucking Morrow, our current drummer, fucking like carried me out. And that's like, we became like really good friends after that, you know? <laughs> but yeah, he, he like carried me out and was like, yeah, like you were, like you were trying to fucking like circle pit on everybody. I was like, fuck, I thought this was a show. That's what I you know, know. And you see that happening. You see that happening now all the time. Which that's what I love about California is that people actually circle pit too, like now, especially to hardcore. Because for a while, nobody moved during fast parts at mm-hmm. all. So it, it's cool to see move like that movement. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, I, yeah instead I've of said, just waiting for a breakdown. I've said it before. It's like fast parts in, in hardcore aren't, aren't going anywhere, nor do, I do, nor do I think anyone wants them to. I feel like they are yeah. essential in, like, creating that contrast from that, like, ultra-slow breakdown with the super-fast kind of, that kind of riff. Um, so the only way that we can kind of, like, make Circle Pit sick is, like, to for everyone to embrace it. And when someone says fucking Circle Pit, fucking Circle yeah, Pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta start fucking running, you yeah. know? Um yeah, especially it's fun to see too, like you know, just like growing up, like heavy, heavy punk influence and shit. I'm like, cool, dude. Like we got fucking, you know, hard heavy moshers, and then we also have like circle pits going. So that that's cool because I mean, yeah, a lot of people, you know, growing up like uh, at early like two, early 2000s hardcore shows, like fast part would be playing and like everyone just standing there waiting for the breakdown. It's like, which is cool, you know, mm-hmm. but also get some cardio in, motherfuckers. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, we need cardio as well as the muscle endurance. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, exactly. You know, you got to have a little bit of both. Absolutely. Uh, well, Henry, this has been a really fun chat. Um, I encourage everyone listening to go listen to the new Law of Power 
EP that uh, just came out on Flat Spot. Uh, if there's anything uh, that you want to plug, anything you want to shout out, or anything you want to send the people off with before we wrap up, the floor is yours, my friend. Yeah, um, you know, just fucking shout out to everyone fucking supporting us and whatnot, um, you know, all over the fucking place, east to west. Um, and, you know, uh, Flat Spot Records, been a fucking huge help. Section Hate, Dead City. Um, all the LA fucking bands, you know, it's we got a good thing going on here. LA Hardcore in general is fucking a great thing right now. Uh, I do want to shout out the, the guys in the band, you know, Mauro, Alex, Xavier, um, Ryan, Chris, uh, everyone plays such a crucial role. And, you know, they're my fucking, you know, some of my best friends. And uh, yeah, I feel like I, just, I love what we're doing. You know, it keeps me, keeps me healthy and straight. Mm-hmm. So yeah, gives me a little, little accountability. So it's, it's nice to have that. Yeah, no, I, I've, I think that's beautifully said. Um, I am really excited uh, for what the future for law of power is going to be like. Um, hopefully we can make Ireland happen in, in, in the Dude, new, yeah, new future. Dude, yeah, and I'll reach out to you as soon as, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Once we fucking make, make that solid connection. If anyone's listening in books in Mexico, please, yes. uh, yeah, Both let us know. Both of those know. are important. Um, I, you know, I will do my best to, to, to reach out to the, the few connections I know. Um, and, but you know, I, I also like using this as a, this podcast as a, as a way to, you know, play on the, the potential ideas. Cause you never know who's listening. And, and yeah, 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 ex- exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it being dude. Yeah. Shout out to you for fucking, you know, doing this shit, putting on, putting on for all these bands and, you know, talking to them and whatnot. Of course. And anything, you know. It might be a pipe dream for Law of Power to come play Canada. Obviously, the invitation is there. Um, but, dude, I'm I'm really excited that uh, that we got to sit down and do this. And thanks again for coming on the show. Yeah, no, dude, thank you for having me. 